0: A one, a two, a one, two, three, four.
1: Music at a rational volume. Hey, everybody. Thanks for clicking your button for the music at a rational volume podcast. I'll be host Nate. Over there's Kyle. Pay attention this week. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm doing other uh, things,
0: so go ahead <laughs> always. Clicking uh
1: this and week that. we are gonna do an album review of the new Naked Ladies record, Detour DeForce, Force. Uh it came out a week and a half ago or so. Uh Kyle and I have both had a chance to listen to it and pick it apart and have thoughts. Yeah, I went through it a number of times. Um so but And what did you think?
0: Just overall. Overall it's it's definitely a good record. If you're a Naked Ladies fan, I don't think you'll be disappointed. It's a lot more a band record, I think. It's more diverse, I think, than some of the other ones, especially um I don't know, especially kind of lately. So if you liked yeah. having more of the guys, sing, I think everybody sings on this, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I know. So, I think Tyler
0: sings on that last
1: one. Yeah, Tyler does a little bit here and there, right? Generally, but yeah, I think it's more than usual. But
0: that last song, I think, was his totally. But the first eight songs or so, I'm like, man, this is so good. The last bunch really slow down quite a bit, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of different things. Um, this record is. I don't know. It's hard to describe. There's there's kind of a hodgepodge.
1: Yeah. Um, I really liked a lot of it, and I didn't like more than I would like to admit. Right. It it was very uneven for me. Me too. As the bare naked lady fan and the. <laughs> In the group here. Well, I mean, uh, I'm a fan. I'm
0: not, I'm not as big a fan as you, but I've got seven or eight of their albums, so I mean, yeah. I'm familiar with them.
1: Uh, well, I, I guess I should say I, I'm a little more forgiving about some of the stuff than you are. Probably so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the thing that gets me about the the most recent Varnicked records is... Um, it's just niggly stuff, and I don't want it to, you know, come across as like I didn't like the record because I think I did, um, but I do have some nitpicky stuff about, particularly the last half. Anyway, um, highlights then. What do you think, huh? Well, you brought up about
0: it being uneven. The band, re- the first three songs are the ones the band released, or. I was going to say record company, but they kind of do all of that. I think out. they are the record company. Yeah. Really. So the first three yeah. songs are the singles. Mm-hmm. So they didn't spread those out very much. I think they are the best songs on the record. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. What were you asking?
1: Highlights. Oh, there you go. Those were some <laughs> you, of the you, highlights. You, you, backed your way, you backed your way into that one. <laughs> um, Flip is kind of an
0: obvious first single. New Disaster, I think, is probably the best song. I really liked Good Life. I could have done maybe without the, oh, it's a good life part that goes on in the chorus. The the rappy part? Uh, Flat Earth? Yeah, the rappy part. Okay, Uh, The rappy part, actually, not too bad. I like what he had to say on it. Um, Flat Earth, Here Together, I think is good. One of Jim's songs, Live Well. Really, the first eight songs are really good but new disaster i think is a clear uh highlight the video is amazing kind of a comic booky thing nope. actually not kind of comic booky. it is yeah. it's really cool um flip is a good song uh kind of has that uh big bang kind of sound like if you took out the word flip and put in bang like is that the same <laughs> song but um, <laughs> well, it's it's, it's, it's a call and good.
1: answer thing, so yeah, I, it's all it's gonna sound the same.
0: It's definitely a good song. Uh, some of the things I thought were there, there seems to be like there's a lot of horns on this record.
1: There was a lot of horns. I, I didn't really think about it. I was looking at the liner notes before we started, and because um, I was trying to figure out, uh, Kevin has a song called Bylaw, and there's definitely another voice kind of mixed in there. And I was trying to figure right. out there was anyway. Um, but so I was looking at the additional musicians and there's a, there's a trombone, there's a trumpet. There's some other I, stuff I think like... there's okay. timpani
0: on this somewhere. There's harmonica. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that's like, is, is that real or is that, I mean, the, the producers they had on this are top notch guys. So. It yeah. sounds amazing. Like the record itself sounds so good. A guy named Eric rats, who is does tons of Canadian bands I think strictly Canadian It looks like But he's Probably. got a bunch of Junos and Grammys And a guy named Mark Howard Who's done uh, Lucinda Williams And um, Bob Dylan and Neil Young Some really big big bands
1: um, Yeah, as, as far as the sound It sounds great It sounds fantastic
0: uh-huh.
1: I think uh, Yeah, highlights for me I think you're right I think New Disaster is is the best song I don't know that it's my favorite, but it's the best song. I see what you're um, saying. Which which one do you think is your favorite then? I, I've got three. Uh, Flat Earth is one of the one of the songs that exemplifies why I like Bernie Ladies.
0: It, it's clever it, and it's funny. <laughs> it
1: it's clever. It's funny, <laughs> um, but uh, a little tongue in cheek. A little like smart alecky. Very much you so, know, smart out. So, I that's right, in my wheelhouse. Uh, I really love Bylaw, and uh, I'm surprised you don't really care for it. Um, um it was just kind of meh for me, yeah. I didn't love it.
0: Um, but I liked Big Backyard, one of the Kevin songs. I thought Man, I was I fine like, with that. Like, you don't like it as much, yeah, it's fine. So, you know, different strokes and all that, but I thought, right, yeah. oh, this is actually pretty good. Other than the introduction part, I thought well, maybe it wasn't necessary. When the when the song starts, I'm like, why didn't you just start the song there? Yeah, just, but I don't know,
1: production decision, I guess. To yeah.
0: me, it's it's kind of the big backyards kind of got like a sort of a Graham Nash kind of vibe to it. Okay, I, I kind that. of dug it. It seemed heartfelt and uh, genuine.
1: So yeah, I liked it. I mean, like, I think I get why people would like it. Uh-huh. but it just didn't speak to me probably the same way it did to you.
0: That's just how it goes sometimes, yeah.
1: yeah. And same with uh, me with Bylaw. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, and kind of a dark horse. I haven't decided if I love it, but uh, God Forbid makes me think and makes me kind of go, this sounds like a th- one of their songs that I should like or I should really <laughs> care about, but I haven't decided what it means yet. And he adds this line at the end about even though I doubt he exists or I don't believe he exists, right um, I still say it, God forbid and I'm thinking, did even you though need I that don't... part did you like find that the... too?
0: I thought that yeah. was. I'm like, was that necessary?
1: Yeah, I mean I thought... so what if he does but uh, or doesn't, but the song is not about that as far as I can tell the song's about his relationship and about worry and fear about bad things happening. And I was like, it it just kind of doesn't sit 100%. Like, I don't know. It's fine, but I I didn't like it either. Um,
0: not, not the song. I didn't like that line. I thought, well, this was unnecessary. It, It seems like a political jab, but I believe in God. He doesn't. That's yeah. that's a difference. That's fine, but I I don't know. It it just struck I mean it's art so it's subjective and you can do what you right. want, but I and I can like what I want. I didn't like that line.
1: Yeah. No, I think um like like I said, I think whatever works for him, but if I feel like it like if the song had been about that, which maybe in Ed's head it did or it was, but um it didn't it didn't seem to match and didn't seem to, and just it hit a sour note for me. And maybe it is the belief thing or the political thing, but.
0: Uh. that That's well put. It, it hit a sour note for me too. It, it struck me funny and I just thought, uh, this, this seems to clash with, with what I thought the song was about. And whatever Ed intended it to be, it, it was. But whatever you hear and you interpret it to be, well, that's what it means for you then too. That's fine.
1: Right. Yeah. So, like that, I said, um, I think I like it, but I haven't decided if I if it's the kind of next level for me.
0: I know last week when I was asking you about this, because you had heard it before I did, and you were saying, good life. You were like, I know I should like that more than I do. Yeah. Has that changed at all for you?
1: Um, no. I, I like it. It's fine. But I... I, I I want to like it more. I just don't.
0: Oh, I really like it a lot. That's probably my second favorite song okay. on the record, except for the Tyler singing. Oh, it's a good life part. I could do without. Yeah, but overall, as a song, it, it seems really honest. Um, Ed's talking yeah. about, you know, he's got a good life, but um, you know, they had that their shot at the at the big time and they, they got it. And for a minute they're in the spotlight and then it drops off. Yeah. And they really never gained that back. And it seems like he's got a little bit to say about, uh, you know, when Steve left the band sure. and that he kind of uh, feels bad about that and how it happened and maybe has some responsibility in it to me, that one and live well are kind of sister songs.
1: Like they have a lot that. of that
0: same um, same kind of vibe. Yeah, looking back, and um, you know, this definitely wasn't easy. Yeah, this, this has been hard, but so glad. You know, I'm thankful and grateful, and you know, glad for what he's got. But it wasn't an easy road for him. Right. That it. I appreciate that kind of honesty, though. We were talking about, hey, you know, we were in the spotlight, and then, I mean, it fades quick and the public is fickle and sure they're lucky to have that core fan base like you i mean you have bought everything they had and you've been there the whole time sure you know and they've got a fan base like that you know bigger in canada i think but as far as american fans go it hasn't they they've moved on to other things
1: uh they, they do have a lot of american fans still sure sure um the thing that kills me about <laughs> quote unquote fans. Um, so I follow them on the social medias, your Facebooks, your Twitters. Every time, without fail, when they post something new, there's always at least a handful of idiots who are like, "Who cares? When Steve coming back? Where's, I don't I don't want to hear any more music until Steve's coming back." I'm like, "You're the same idiots every time. He's, He's it's not happening. Not coming back. It's done." It, like it for what it is or don't, but you know, stop trying to bum everybody out.
0: Well, I mean, I, I, I'm a giant kiss fan and I get sick and tired of people, you know, saying, well, these two other guys are imposters. If Ace and Peter aren't in the band, well, then it's not kiss. Well then don't listen to it. Yeah. I've liked every incarnation of that band. Yeah. You know, there are, I mean, <laughs> I got a friend of mine is going to see 38 special this summer. And I'm like, you know, there's only one original member left in that. <laughs> and it's not Donnie Van Zant. She's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna go anyway. <laughs> Great. That's <laughs> the way you should feel just go and have fun and that's good. Yeah. But bands evolve. I mean, there's very few bands like you two where it's the same guys yeah. the whole time. I mean, it's extremely rare. Yeah. Like you said, I, one thing that I didn't mm-hmm. love is when they brought out this new record, I mean, Tyler was saying, "Wow, this this fits up there with Gordon or Maroon." I'm like, "It's not. It's you're you're comparing basically two different bands."
1: Yeah, First they are of, not the same people, and the band is not the same band.
0: And let's be honest,
1: this is not as good a record as those.
0: No. It's just not. It's not bad, there's and there's I like stuff, it, yeah. But that's, I mean, these are two different worlds. If you're looking at Gordon, I mean, it was fun and. Kind of sophomoric and energetic, and and that's a that's a really fun, easy record to listen to. And Maroon is more evolved and mature and yeah. great songwriting, but when you take Steve out of the band, it is different.
1: Yeah, but no, the, right. the vibe is different. Plus, they were twenty five years younger at exactly. that point. I mean, they're,
0: it, it, they're, you they're can't expect people. them to be the same. Thing. No, but you are right. <laughs> He's not coming
1: back. Yeah, it is. Like, I would love, you know, to go back in time and, and, you know, find some way to have that particular group do more records, but they didn't. We have what we have, and, you know, I'll enjoy it the way I, I always have and, you know, try to enjoy everything they put out. Right, even but still isn't it
0: amazing that you have the catalog that they do have with that band. I mean, there was what, eight or nine records before he left. Uh,
1: yeah. Sounds right. I, I mean, counted them.
0: that's a miracle that you got that many. That's fantastic. You know, be thankful for what you have with it. Yeah. Be thankful that they're still making bare naked lady records now. Cause like I said, I was telling you earlier, I think this new record has some of their best stuff they've ever done. Certainly is the four piece.
1: Yeah, I, I would totally give I you mean, that. They've
0: got some just killer tracks on here that I think they'll be playing for years yeah. and that people will, will see in concert and enjoy their upbeat and energetic and really cleverly written. And the way they're performed on this record, just about everything sounds flawless. The choruses are great. And it looks like Ed had a bunch of other people he was writing with. I don't yeah. know if the other guys he did, did a lot of
1: team writing. Does he do that um, a lot recently? I feel like it's been more this time than other times, but you know, he and Steve used to write together a lot. So I don't know.
0: But the record again, getting back to the production, it sounds amazing. Like even with the horns and stuff and these other things, the keyboards and stuff, they have tucked underneath the drums sometimes don't sound real. I'm not sure if, if sometimes that's electronic or manipulated, but
1: mm, could be either
0: it, it's probably both right but sometimes it's like wait is one guy doing that is that and there is a lot of um doubled vocals and the guitar soles are doubled and they do a lot of stuff like that it seems like there's a ton of production on this
1: yeah for a covid record it seems like they, they got a lot of work in and a lot of people have their hands in it
0: well when do they start this it was a while, right?
1: Um, It's hard to say because they um, didn't really let the cat out of the bag initially. My guess is they had stuff in the barrel before they were supposed to go on tour last time in 2020. And then when everything got canceled, I think they were like, okay, hey, we'll just uh, start,
0: you know. Working on the new tunes. So, so they probably had stuff a year ago, though. You think that'd be interesting. At least, I think, yeah. And they probably added stuff and took things out, but... Right. Man. That is crazy, but... Yeah. No, I I generally like what they came up with, though. Um, yeah, I think, and I think if you like diversity and different types of music and different styles, and you like that the Bared Naked Ladies have done that pretty much throughout their career...
1: Um, I, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, one song I didn't want to talk about, Roll Out. It felt like a leftover Toby Keith song that they were like, we can make that a Baronic Lady song. <laughs> Possibly. Um, Do you know what I mean? Does it have that sound of a, like, like everything except for, like, the the music, but the lyrics... Um, the kind of uh, the vocal on it. I feel like if you put a, a steel guitar in there somewhere and give it a kind of a different vibe, it's a, it's a country song.
0: You might be right. Um, that was still in my top half before it feels kind of like the wheels go off the bus. And the last half really slows down for me. Yeah. Um, but that would be, would have been that transition was song number eight. Right. Um, which I thought was fine. I didn't think about that, but sure, that probably could have been a yeah. country song.
1: Well, any any song where you put in the line "kiss my dust." Oh yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, uh, I, I feel like I could have done better there.
0: I didn't love that line either. But <laughs> it's been four years since their last record. But he's got a it's, bunch it's... of killer lines, though, especially oh. in those first three
1: songs. Yeah, and Flat Earth is full of them too. Yeah. Yeah. He's got Um, some real gems in there. So (laughs) yeah. So bottom line for me, I feel like at 14 songs, that's too long. Um, I don't know what the, the band makeup is or how they determine who songs go where or what, but I feel like if you take out two of the lesser Kevin songs and one of the lesser Jim songs and make it 11 songs, it's a, it's a much better record overall. I would have taken out probably four, um,
0: I think it's way too long. Especially the last three songs are the longest ones. And a couple of the songs at the end, they kind of drone on with just some kind of sound for like a minute. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get that. And that last song, I'm not sure what that is. That's kind of a bunch of stuff. The intros seem really long. The end.
1: I I don't really get it. Drop off the last four, and I think just by doing that, it's uh, yeah, it's more much Pretty more cohesive.
0: Much, I maybe would have looked at the sequencing of the songs as well. I
1: yeah, think you it's could have.
0: Still, kind of interesting that the first three songs are the singles. I'm like, mm, okay, yeah. maybe mix that up a little bit. But you
1: could have, you could have rounded it out with a closer instead of you know where they ended up. But anyway,
0: I think it's very top heavy. As far as this record goes, but I had no problem getting through the first half. The second half of the record, honestly, was kind of a struggle. Um, But boy, they got a lot of good songs on here, though. I would recommend the record if someone asks, hey, do you think I should get this? Yes. There's enough good stuff on here that I think
1: you would enjoy it. It's hard when you've got as many records as they have to, you know, where do I put it? You know how would I rank this among the other ones? It's good effort, and I think that's uh, that's a recommendation enough. It's a good band doing mu- good music. Some stuff's going to stick with you, some stuff's not, and that's fine. Mean,
0: as far as the musicianship, it's it's top notch. I mean, it's very very good. It's well played. Uh, I th- even think Jim's singing. I think is really good on this, um, and uh, just all that the harmonies that the Producers put on and the, the background vocals and everything else they did, musically it's a really good album, and it's yep. it's it's uh, as far as ear candy goes it is easy to listen to,
1: that's for sure. All right, well I guess that's a recommendation from us. Kyle, get any last words? Nah, I think we beat that pretty good. Sweet. All right. Yeah. So go get well, it. Till next week, we will talk to you guys later. See ya. <laughs>